Good morning, everyone. I am Pastor Russ from the London Mills and the Cuba United Methodist Churches. And I want to welcome you and thank you for joining us this morning on WBYS. We are having our first in-person worship service in a long time this morning at both London Mills and Cuba. London Mills gathers at 9 a.m. and Cuba gathers at 11 a.m. If you would like to join us, we would love to have you worship with us. I have struggled this week with what it is that I want to share because part of me is so appalled with all the violence that is going on that I want to vent, but that is not what God calls us to do. We need to share love, not hate, so I will continue to talk about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit and not give airtime to those who seek change by violence. Jesus sought change, and we know that there is so much change that we need as we have drifted so far from God. But Jesus also sought change by loving others. Abraham Lincoln once said, if I can make my enemies my friends, then I do not have enemies. And Jesus has shown us the way to make enemies your friends is to love them. As I said, I am going to speak about God and about Jesus and about the Holy Spirit. And what a great Sunday to do just that. Today is Trinity Sunday. Trinity Sunday is the Sunday when we take time to praise God and to be thankful for our triune God, which means that God, besides being one, is three beings in the one essence. The three beings are God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We are going to read Psalm 8 as our call to worship this morning, and, and then we will have a reading of the Nicene Creed and follow that with our gospel reading from the Gospel of Matthew. And our hymn of preparation this morning is, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. After the message, we will hear the hymn, God Be With You Till We Meet Again, as our closing hymn. It is such a good feeling to, to see people again and to share God's word with you in person. It's been a long time in coming, and, and now I pray that we don't backslide to where we need to hunker down again. So let us begin this morning with our call to worship, which is Psalm 8. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth, your glory is chanted above the heavens by the mouth of babes and infants. You have set up a defense against your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have established, what are human beings that you are mindful of them and mortals that you care for them? Yet you have made them little less than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen, and, and also the beasts of the fields, <clears throat> the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Amen. Now I would like us to, to recite the Nicene Creed, which is number 880 in our hymnal, and, and if you know that, please join with me now. We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. 
We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And our scripture reading this morning is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. So this is a short but very powerful reading of Scripture. And it says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And at this time, I would like us to listen to our hymn of preparation, What a Friend We Have in Jesus.
Before we get started, I thought I would share a brief story with you. I went to a Zen pizza parlor the other day and I ordered my pizza. The yogi who was taking my order asked me what I wanted and I said, make me one with everything. I thought I was clever since that is the mantra of the Zen Buddhists. And, and he took my order and soon brought me such a delicious pizza. And I ate my fill and then when I went to the register to pay, the bill came to just over $12. I looked in my uh, billfold and all I had was a $20 bill. So I gave him the 20 and, and the yogi took it and he put it in the register, closed the register and started to walk off. And I said, wait a minute, where is my change? And the yogi looked at me and smiled and he said, well, change must come from within. As I said at the start of this morning, I am excited to, to share with all of you today about the, the Trinity and our triune God. Now, this is a difficult concept as we look at the three beings as separate and also as one. And there are many examples used, and, and none of them really describe how God can be the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all at the same time. And how can he at the same time be God alone? For many, this is as confusing as my poor attempt at a joke a few minutes earlier. This Sunday, I want us to explore where it is found in the Bible that, that they are mentioned together, the three of them, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And they're mentioned as equals at, in each of the places where they are mentioned. First, we can look at the creation story. All three are mentioned there. Genesis begins with the words, in the beginning. And then those words are followed by God saying, let there be. And then something that he wants to create is created. Just by the power of his word, everything that has ever been created was created. That is an awesome power. But also, if we looked at the second verse of Genesis, we are told that the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit, hovered over the darkness before God began to create the heavens and the earth. So we're seeing already that God and the Holy Spirit were there at the very beginning. Now there's a second creation story, and I'm not talking about the second version of a creation story in Genesis, but there's a second creation story that's found in the New Testament. It's found at the beginning of John's Gospel. Guess how John began his story about creation? Yep, in the beginning. That helps us to relate these two stories together, but, but John's is a little different. John says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has ever been made. The Word, we are told in verse 14 of John's Gospel, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The Word, therefore, must be Jesus Christ. The Word in the first creation story created everything that God had commanded, and, and now in John's Gospel we are told the Word has made everything that has ever been made besides coming to earth as God in the flesh. So even in the creation story, in the very beginning, all three of these people 
God, Father, God, Son, God, Holy Spirit, they are all mentioned in the creation of the heavens and the earth. Another place where they are mentioned is when John the Baptist baptized Jesus. When Jesus came up out of the water just after his baptism, the sky opened and the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove came down and lit on the shoulder of Jesus. And at that same time that we see Jesus and the Holy Spirit together, God's voice is heard coming down from heaven saying, This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Again, we see the three of them together as separate beings. John's Gospel also told us that God the Father and God the Son are the same as well as separate. Remember, John said the Word was with God and the Word was God. And Jesus himself told the disciples that when, when they had seen him, they had seen the Father. But where does the Holy Spirit come in all of this? Are there places that we might look to see that the Holy Spirit is God? The Nicene Creed, which we recited this morning, well, it took hundreds of years to produce. It wasn't until around 325 that the first Nicene Creed was established, and that's nearly 300 years after the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. But, if we look at Isaiah in the Old Testament and we read chapter 6, verses 8 and 9, and then we look at Acts chapter 28, verse 25, we get an indication of the Holy Spirit as Lord. Acts 28 comes long after the disciples had the Holy Spirit come into them and the scriptures revealed to them. So at this point, they are speaking with much greater authority than when they were disciples with Jesus. Now, Isaiah chapter 6, 8 and 9 says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, and in Acts 28 verse 25, we read, The Holy Spirit spoke the truth to your ancestors. And in each of these, the rest of what is being said tells us that, that each of these are referring to the exact same incident and that is what the further reading indicates and that is where we we begin to see that that there are places throughout the Bible where the Holy Spirit is referred to as Lord and that he is part of that triune God again in the Old Testament in Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 31 through 34 we read about a new covenant told to us by the Lord well, when that covenant was discussed in Hebrews in the New Testament, the Lord is now called the Holy Spirit, being more specific as to which of the Lords it was referring to. And there are many more instances like these, all indications that, that the Holy Spirit is the Lord. The Holy Spirit is God. From all of these things, we can see that we truly do have a triune God, that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are both one and are separate. That brings us to the second part of this morning's reflections. As we look at that first time when Jesus talks about the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit together, Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20 is where that occurs. And we're going to briefly discuss this this morning. 
This is called the Great Commission, which Jesus gave to the eleven. Now remember, he's giving it to the eleven because Matthias has not been selected to replace Judas Iscariot yet. So there is only eleven disciples at this time. And this is also before they had been visited by the Holy Spirit. And that's why some of them doubted what Jesus said, because not all of them are understanding just what Jesus returning from the dead means. Some still think that, that by returning from the dead, Jesus will use his powers or he will use his force to restore Israel. But that's not the way that Jesus works, and we know that. Jesus works through love, not through hate. Um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had an interesting uh, comment. He said, hate begets hate. Violence begets violence. Toughness begets a greater toughness. We must meet the forces of hate with the power of love. And that is what Jesus taught us. That is what will overcome the hatred that we are seeing in the world today. We are to show love to all those that we meet. And that is a tall order when, you're all, when all around you, you are just seeing so much darkness. The whole world seems to be filled with that darkness. But that is what Jesus calls us to do. He calls us to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The next part of, of that particular scripture that we read this morning is also very important for us to remember because it says, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. I sometimes think that, that we forget that part of our job is to teach, to train, and to explain to others all those teachings of Jesus Christ because you see, that is how they learn. That is how it is passed from one to another, is through what we share. So we share that love with others, not just by what we say, but how we live our lives. And today that is so very important that, that we, we live our lives as a reflection of God's love. And I pray that on this Trinity Sunday that, that you will invite the Holy Spirit into your heart. Seek what it is that the Holy Spirit directs you to do. And then with the confidence of one who knows the Spirit, trust and obey God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, with all that is going on around us. Let us focus on you. Let us not be distracted to the point that we forget, that we forget your love and your power and your glory, and that that is what we are to share with others. Let us this day step out in faith, sharing you with everyone that we can so that they understand that the true way of overcoming the hatred of the world is not by hatred. The true way of overcoming all the evil powers of the world is not by the use of force and power, 
all these things can be conquered with love and that your love will bring peace to the world, peace to our hearts, peace to our very beings. It is in your very precious and holy name, dear Lord, we pray all these things. Amen. So now let us hear our closing hymn. And our closing hymn is God Be With You Till We Meet Again.
And now let us hear the benediction. May the grace of the Lord and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all, now and forever. Amen.